Yo. Yo. Uh, what up, man? Not much. Uh, just working, and that's it. How about you? Yeah, same. Um, yeah, it's like I'm... I'm sure there's some shit that's going on, but eh, I'm still waking up. It's early. I can't think of everything. <laughs> I mean, seriously, you got nothing going on in your life, man? Uh, no broken, no broken pedals. <laughs> no. Uh... Okay, okay. There, there is stuff. There, there, there are things going on. Uh, so, uh, you know, I, my friend, I. Yeah. She. I've never met her, but I know who she is. Yeah. Um. So she hit me up. Last year, right before uh, the pandemic broke, and she wanted to put together like a Susie and the Banshees cover band. Susie and the Banshees was like a post-punk uh, band from the early 80s, late 70s, early 80s. Um, and she's like, they're one of her favorite bands. I've always liked them, but they've just never been on my radar like that. Um, I never heard of them. Yeah, I mean, they're great. They make good songs. Um, they're a cool band. But uh, so she wanted to put together like a, a band just to do like just a couple shows, not like a full time thing, just just to do it. Um, so we were going to do it and the pandemic hit. Obviously, we didn't do it. So then now that things are kind of opening back up again, she hit me up again about it like a month ago. So we had our first uh, full band practice we just like learned the songs on our own and then got all together and we had our first practice uh, over the weekend. It was fun. That's cool. That sounds fun. Yeah, it's like the first time I've played music with other people in 10 years. In 10 years? Yeah, the last time I played with other people was when I was on tour with Gooby Goo and Peekers. And that was 10 God, years God damn, was ago. that 10 years ago? Yeah, 2010. I can do the math, motherfucker. I'll just... Uh... 10 plus 10. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> or 10 wow. minus 2021. Yeah. Damn, where does the time go, man? I know, man. I mean, this year's already over. I know, which is freaking me out. Yeah. I'm like, man, I really got to start working now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so other than that, um, basically just work. Yeah. Um, yeah. How about you? What's going on with you? Uh, yeah, man. I, I wish I had some exciting shit to share myself, but I really don't. I mean, because like you, it's just been work, 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 work. Uh, I mean, we're getting into the, I mean, my workload, I mean, it's been gradually increasing. And like when you mentioned that, you know, the, the year's almost over, it's like, you know, yeah, I mean, the closer this year comes to an end, the busier I'm getting, which is fine. I don't mind being busy. Um, but yeah, I just got no, I, my life is so dull, man. <laughs> I don't do. What, what I don't, do you want it to be? I... I don't know. Like I keep, I, I've been wanting to go visit my sister. I've been wanting to go visit Amir in Vegas, and I just keep pushing it back. You know, obviously, you know, life shit happens, and you know, which forced me to, you know, change some stuff. But even, even then, it's like I've been, I've been wanting to go see my sister since March, and it's like, oh, the next month, end of the next month, end of the next month. Same thing with Amir. You know, I was supposed to have yeah. gone seen him earlier this summer, uh, and it's like I don't know. The weeks end, the weekends come. And then it's like, boom, right back on that cycle again, where it's just hard for me to kind of get off. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and then plus, at the same time, I'm so stuck in my ways and I'm 
I'm such a uh, regimented person that any yeah. small change out of my day kind of feel unhinged a little bit. Like it just throws me off. And and honestly, it, it sounds like a, a meathead saying this, but a lot of it has to just do with the gym. You know, like I kind of feel like working out as bad as I treat my body, like working out is like the only thing keeping me together. <laughs> yeah. That's your, that's your, your happy place. That's like your grounding thing. Yeah. Yeah. So, because I, I think, well, if I go see my sister, you know, she's in Kansas City. I'm like, well, I'm not going to be able to work out. I mean, I can bring my ab roll and I can do push-ups and shit, but I'm like. You got to get some resistance bands, man. I've got some. Okay. I'm not a big fan of them, though. I mean, I think they're good for stretching. Do you have the ones with, like, the handles? Uh, I've got those. You got to get just the big-ass rubber bands. Just the big, oh, okay, okay. Those are the best, yeah. Because. Uh, I, I, could, I could give you a workout. It'll fuck you up. It's really good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you'll feel you'll feel like a pump, like a legit pump. A pump? Oh, I thought he's like a punk. I'm like, I ain't never feel like a punk, punk. <laughs> a pump? Okay, I got you. Yeah, and because like, the ones that I have, yeah, they got the handles, and they also I, I went cheap on them. Uh, yeah, at, at Target, and I, I heard horror stories about you know people working out with those and then snapping, the, the snapping. Yeah. So I was like, eh, I'm not gonna tempt fate with these. You know, those ones with the handles. I mean, I've I've broken through every set of them i've ever had and i've had like the cheapo target ones and i've had like the more expensive ones and they're 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 all made in the exact same place yeah so it just it doesn't really matter yeah i've had the handles just like snap off yeah the band i'm like fuck yeah uh, no like the the big rubber bands are the best for sure all right, all right. And, and you can get a set with you know i think the lightest is like maybe 10 pounds of resistance and the heaviest is like 130 pounds of resistance no shit um yeah, and then like you know you'll have a few in between, so you'll have like a legitimate way to step up and step down. It's okay. really good. All right, and you said you yeah. got to work out for that a routine. Oh yeah, um, might have to yeah, hit no you doubt. up about that. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, that's pretty much the story of my life since the last time we talked. You know, uh, haven't even gone to the movies. You know, we talked offline about Shang Chi. Oh, yeah. uh, I want to see it. Me too. And the thing is, like, I'm not even scared about the COVID shit. You know, I mean, my my vaccine is has uh, been doing has been working out for me because I because I know I've been in some situations and places where there was that shit brewing around. Yeah. So it's not even that so much as just I just uh, the experience of just fucking asshole people. I, yep. That are going to be in the theater, and I just don't. You know. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, unless it's an empty theater, like in the middle of the day during the week, I'm I'm not interested. Yeah, and I thought about that when maybe like getting up one day this week. Uh, and just, you know, maybe catching the first showing before it's starting work. Because uh, yeah. I might do that tomorrow. Because I know it's a holiday in Japan. I think the team is off. Oh, okay. Yeah. So maybe I'll do that. Because I do, I really want to say it. I hear good things about it. I heard the... Uh, have you heard anything about the movie? No. I heard the, the fight choreography is really impressive. Oh, okay. So, uh, which is good. Because uh, he's, a, he's a martial artist. It's supposed to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. supposed to be, yeah. I just, man, I don't like Aquafina, man. She's really killing it for me. I, um, I don't know. I guess I really don't have a, a hard opinion about her one way or the other. Um, why don't you like her? I mean, one, I think she's a little bit annoying. Um, but like the other thing, it's you know, if I don't like somebody as a person, I, I it's hard for me to watch them. Yeah. So it's like you know, she just kind of blatantly exploits black culture, gets on, gets famous, and then immediately ditches it and asks like, oh, I don't know what the problem is. Yeah, the whole black scent. 
thing. Dude, and and like it wasn't like a little bit like the way That's how she got famous. I mean, that's how is, I the first the first time that I ever heard of, of Yeah. It was uh, some YouTube video she had done. Uh and I was like, what the fuck is this?" And yeah, I mean, yeah. she used that whole gimmick to, you know, to get on and you know, as soon as she did, you know, and that's the thing. It's like, you know, you can put on that effect and use it for your for your benefit and then jettison it, you know, you know, at any at any point, at any time. If she was still or talking bring it like back, because that, that's, you know, yeah, if, she, if that's just who she was, great. Yeah. There are a lot of, you know, people who just that's the way they talk. Great. No problem. But it, I mean, she clearly just demonstrated like, no, it's just an act just to get famous. And then now, ah, eh, fuck it. I'm not interested. Yeah, I I remember it was uh, last year during, um, you know, the whole uh, the George Floyd and the, you know, mm-hmm. the uh, the protests and everything. And I remember there was like on my on my YouTube feed, I must have watched something, but I started populate a whole bunch of these other, uh, you know, YouTubers and like people of, of Asian, you know, uh, ethnicity asian americans talking about the lack of response from the asian community in regards to george floyd and stuff like that mm-hmm. and i was listening to this it was like a little round table of people like 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 about our age maybe a little bit younger um and aquafina was brought up in one of their discussions and then for me like i hadn't even really thought about her in relation to this but it was like yeah. they, they were saying the same thing basically where it's like you know aquafina who kind of who got famous by basically, you know, yeah, using the black scent and trying to, and, you know, using hip hop culture yeah. to become famous. And, you know, they use her as one example of how the Asian American community, in large part, they just kind of remain silent um, and they don't really stand with the other, you know, minority groups in support of them. And, you know, like, I just thought it was interesting that they, you know, they brought her up. And I was yeah. like, yeah, that is true. Because, I, like I said, I never really thought about her one way or the other. Right. If she's in something, fine. Like, I'm not as annoyed by her. I guess I wasn't. Now I kind of am, as you yeah. were. But uh, like, if she was in something, she was just in it, and it was like, ah, all right, whatever. If it's good, I can. Right. It's like having uh, an olive on my pizza. Like, I don't. <laughs> I I wouldn't ask for this myself, but I don't mind it being there. I'll either eat. You still gonna eat it. the pizza? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, she's yeah. So she just really rubs me the wrong way. Um, I, I, she's not. Even outside of that, like I'm not, she's, I just don't, I don't know. She just doesn't do anything for me. You're not a fan. Like, not a fan. But like with that on top, like, oh, she kind of sucks. Like, I don't like that. Um, and I feel that way about anybody who like in real life is a kind of a shitty person. Like I would love to watch Seven again. Uh, it's one of my favorite movies of all time. But like knowing that Kevin Spacey's Kevin Spacey. piece of shit rapist, like oh, I don't really want to watch him. Yeah, I know, I know. I man, and he's that's he's a really good example of that shit. Yeah, because he was in a lot of films that I fucking loved, and I have the same. Uh, I have a hard problem watching him in anything too. Like without a doubt, one of the greatest actors of our time. He's so talented, and it sucks because he's a shitty fucking rapist and like fuck that guy yeah. i don't want to watch anything that he's in man i i love the negotiator him and sam jackson yeah, that movie's so good and yeah i can't yeah i'm like you man i just i can't like if i find out you know the person whether i'm a fan or not that you're just a yeah. shitty human being and and either and it's one thing to be a shitty like if you show remorse or you know you actually put yourself out there look i own this i did this. something yeah i'm sorry and you know you you know, can and, and if, if it seems genuine, maybe I can get past it. 
But to double down on shit is, is like, all right, yeah, you like like Cosby. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, mugging for the camera and like making jokes and shit. Like what? It's like, all right, man. Yeah, it's like you know, yeah, you. I are. mean, there was no there was you, for for a guy like Cosby, like there's no redemption no, anyway. Like no. you're, you're like a serial rapist. Yeah. It's like it's yeah, none. Yeah, none. But yeah, um, so with Aquafina, I saw something she had like a few a couple of years ago. But I do feel bad when we're talking about rapists and stuff. And, 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 bring and, up Aquafina. <laughs> like I don't. I mean, it's like lumped in. Yeah, I don't want to lump her into that group. You know what I mean? I mean, I definitely don't. I mean, she's no, I mean, of she, course not. She's she's one of she's one of several non-black people to get to use black culture as a way to get famous and yeah. rich and she she wasn't the first she ain't gonna be the last no. so no. i don't want to you know cast a whole bunch of dispersions on her it's like yeah she did it without whatever. a doubt yeah you but know? i just it's it just it like it highlights this kind of um unaware self-ignorant and, and like narcissistic approach to your life where because she had written something or tweeted something or there was a quote of her saying that she doesn't go on auditions where they require her to do an Asian accent because she doesn't want to be a minstrel of herself. And I was like, I saw Bitch, that <laughs> your whole career, yeah. you've been doing an accent. You, it's just people you don't care about. Exactly. So it's fine. It's OK when it's not uh, your uh, ethnic group. Right. Because so, she I mean, because, yeah, I saw that same thing. I didn't think it was a tweeter. Or maybe I saw a tweet that pointed me to that to that article or whatever. And yeah, I just laughed. I'm like, you were completely self-aware just about your whole situation. It's, it's like nothing. Yeah. Nothing. Yeah. There was no and I thought, yeah. well, maybe she was being funny. But it was like, no, there was no <laughs> irony in that comment at all. She was being she meant it. She meant it straight up. She she got asked about it in an interview in for Shang-Chi. And uh she just kind of like rambled on talking in circles. And they're like, well, it's a very nuanced situation. And, you know, people, uh, you know, it, there should be talks about it. And uh, it just like just went in circles yeah. like that and then just moved on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, you know what's funny about stuff like that? Like everybody who does stuff like that always eventually gets found out and called out on it. And it always tanks their career at some point. It's just the way it works. Like. You look at like Amy Schumer as like who's like just like a, bl- a blatant joke thief, and like I never heard they, that about her. Oh my god, she's bad. Carlos Mencia bad? Yeah. No. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like just f- flat out stealing whole bits and and premises and yeah, yeah. She's she's bad. Oh, I never I hadn't heard that about her. And it's even worse with her because she's not a good stand up. Like her delivery sucks. <laughs> she's not very good. I kind of like. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> But like, so she gets on by doing that, stealing people's jokes and who are funny. And then she, people think she's funny, but then like it all comes out like, Hey, you stole like all this shit. And then like, you just haven't heard from her. I was, I was just about to say, I haven't even heard. I, I think I see her in some commercials mm-hmm. now, but I mean, she was like, she, when she came out with train wreck, like they were the top, she was, yeah, she was like the next, I guess it girl or whatever. And then she did a couple of movies after that, which I admittedly didn't do well. But then, yeah. yeah, she kind of just left the uh, or out of sight, out of mind type of thing. Yeah, yeah, I haven't heard, I haven't seen any stand up, any recent stand up from her on like Netflix, anything like that. She kind of just, yeah, yeah. What's weird about her too is to the conf- back. yeah, something that always confused me about her and just her situation. Like most of the time, if it's obvious that a comedian is stealing jokes, other comics don't fuck with that comedian. They just don't. Yeah, but with her. It was clear, like you just back to back. Here's the evidence. There's no, it's not like a, 
a debate. Like here's just here it is. Who was but she? A bunch of comedians kept still rallied around her, like Chris Rock and a bunch of other people. I get that they're friends, but it was weird to see that like they weren't sh- shunning her the way they do other comedians who steal. Well, because just like you said, they're friends, right? Uh, at the end of the day, I mean, you know, famous, rich, whatever. I mean, you're usually going to have your friends back. That's true. No matter what, I mean, yeah. I mean, I, I, I would like to say that I would have yours, but it obviously would depend on what you did. And uh, okay, it, let's say this. And let's even this. if I didn't have your back, I wouldn't. Like, if I knew you had done some dirty shit, I wouldn't then go on Twitter and just you wouldn't say, trash me. Yeah. Well, no, I wouldn't trash you, but I also just I I wouldn't say anything. Right. I wouldn't defend you. I wouldn't trash you. I would just be like, yeah. you handle that. I'm not getting myself in the middle. Okay, let's say this. Let's say I'm in a position and I start making YouTube videos where I'm just using uh, absurd, stereotypical black scent. Okay. I'm doing the whole thing. And I'm, I'm even like doing movies like Aquafina where I'm I'm the three-card money dealer being like, hey, man, it's you. What's up, brother? <laughs> <laughs> she, she, have, you, have you seen that shit with her? I have. I have. Yeah, Yo, yeah. that that shit is gnarly. I was like, what the yeah. fuck? She, she did, Who ever thought this was good? She, she, there was a scene in uh, Ocean's 8 with her doing that as part of the oh, film. Oh, maybe like, that's what it was from. That's how they, uh, it, that's how she's introduced in the film. She's playing three Yikes. card money. Yeah. Yikes. So what, so let's say that was me. Okay. I get on <laughs> using this terrible accent. Can you do, can you, you can, know me. Can you do more of this black shit? Cause that was pretty good. What you just <laughs> that was there. as good as it gets. I mean, I don't want to give it all away. I want to make a, <laughs> A big career out of this. Yeah. <laughs> um, so let's say that's me. I, I do that. I get on and then I start getting like big deals. So I immediately drop the accent and then I start speaking <laughs> like, like just me. Yeah. How would you feel? Like, what would you like in, in a, not in a professional context, but in a personal context, how would you feel about me? Um, honestly. Yeah. The same as I do about you right now. Because <laughs> is it bad? Because I go well, because again, like we're friends, right? And I know right. you. And and I and I know you. And if you did get rich off of doing that, you probably would chip me out anyway. And be like, <laughs> hey, you know, I'll, I'll make it a big dog. So hey, here, that's true. I'm gonna chip that's you true. out. And then so for me, I'm like, all right, well, that's my boy Graham. I know that's not, you know, I know what's in his heart for real. You right. know, if he's doing that to get paid and he's entertaining motherfuckers and they like that shit it's like whatever get that money man <laughs> <laughs> so i guess i'm a hypocrite you know but again because i know you right you know right. so i'm probably you know if i didn't know you and i just happened i mean i don't know i mean there's so much shit i, I know i didn't wouldn't really like, first of all if i saw you and didn't know you and you were doing that on youtube i'd probably okay, yeah, yeah yeah i'd probably watch about you know, based on that little example of your black scent, I'd probably be maybe 30 seconds in and I'd be like, next. <laughs> and that would just be it. What? <laughs> that was solid content. How dare you? <laughs> I'll just be, ah, no, this isn't for me. This isn't for me. And I was. Well, my millions of followers disagree with you, sir. <laughs> I, I am totally fine to be left outside that million. I mean, there are millions of people who love these, uh, the, the, the Paul brothers. I know. So I'm not one of them. So, hey, <laughs> I'm not either. to each day on, you know. All right. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, man. But yeah, like I, I wouldn't I'm not going to like protest against her or anything. I don't care that much. It, it's, it's fairly innocuous as far as like just like dumb 
yeah. young behavior. It's it's fairly innocuous, but I mean, I don't know. It just how she old just she is. me the wrong way. I mean, she sounds like she's like eighty seven, but yeah, she's got that raspy voice. Let's see. How old is? Or at least how old she was when she started doing that shit. Yeah, she's thirty three. Okay, so she yeah she was in her twenties when she she was in her twenties. Yeah. Um, I mean, whatever. So it's like yeah, you know, she's a kid doing dumb kid stuff. I get it. Yeah. And and you know she wanted to be famous, so she did something to get attention, and that's yeah. It's like you know I I'm I'm living this life. Every day, twenty four seven, living that black <laughs> life. Why can't I? Me too, brother. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, why can't we get chipped out, brother? I know we're out here working so hard. Yeah, we got nothing. We got nothing. So don't forget to uh, rate and review on iTunes. <laughs> Follow on Spotify. All that. Do and do a separate rating for his for, for Grant's black sit. You know, it's. Uh, <laughs> I like how high pitched you get. Some brothers are like that. I don't want to only do the stereotypical deep voice. That's racist. No, I don't think so. I think that's just more. That's uh, <laughs> no, not racist, of course. It's just dumb. It's just dumb. <laughs> it's just dumb. Yo, yo, yo. <laughs> uh, oh, man. That's like the white voice. It's it's like my, my black scent is like the white voice like that ah yes sir okay i'll do whatever you say <laughs> straightening your tie like that whole thing it's it's that dumb just just spoken a little bit faster yeah no <laughs> <laughs> uh. oh shit all right man oh, let's man. get into these what ifs all right so i, I finally watched i can't be it. talking to your white ass all day how dare you how um dare i finally I? watched it all uh what? Damn, I was about to I was about to make a good racist joke and I just stopped. Go. It's a fucking world, man. I'll so get, you know I, you're gonna... I, hey, as a as as part of the uh the black nation over here <laughs> and knowing Graham Baker and the trueness and the realness in his heart, I give oh, thank you, I give thank permission you. for well, it's, okay, wait, okay. wait, it's a joke about black people? It's like a it's a joke about black stereotypes. All right, well, go ahead. Okay, okay. So say you have, you, you, you have our permission. <laughs> Thank you. Say the thing about you can't sit here talking all day to my white ass because you got to go to the gym. I can't sit here and talk. You know, I can't sit here all day and talk, talking to your white ass. You know, you're going to be late anyway. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Not only did I roll my eyes, I rolled my head at that one. It's true. Come on. Come on. Oh, That's man. a classic 90s joke. You, you had me all gassed up, ready to go. What do you think I was going to say? I don't know, something funny. That was hilarious. That was like high level George oh, Carlin. Man. A CP time joke. CP time. I, I, I just expected something more from coming, well, coming from the brain of Graham Baker. But Well, I mean, that was your first mistake, B. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's funny? Every, every ethnicity has the late stereotype every single one i've never heard one about white folks being late white trash people not late are you kidding me white trash people they're still that's white. what i'm saying yeah no that's what i'm saying like yeah. there's somewhere in there there's somewhere in there okay okay yeah um, like that you say it like hawaiian time it's the same thing yeah well i mean i get that one i don't even I don't, time or whatever i don't even think that's just for hawaiians I, well you've, you've been to hawaii yeah 
I mean, why would anybody be in a rush to go anywhere? Like, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. it's fine. It's, that one doesn't really bother. It's, just, it's like it's not an insult. It's just silly. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. Like, all right. Yeah. And it's funny, too, because I am generally pretty late all the fucking time. I know. I've known you for a long time. Of all the stereotypes too, that I fall into, I fall into that one, but not the big penis one. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I really wish I could have had those uh, reversed. It's unfair. It's but unfair it is. Trailer. Life is unfair, man. She's a. It certainly is. She's all a, right. So, <laughs> what if? Bitch sometimes. What, <laughs> so what if? Uh, so yeah. So you had uh, been talking to me for a while about them. I finally watched all of them on Sunday. Yeah, and there's a new one tomorrow too. Uh, okay. So, uh, so I love this comic book as a kid. Were you? Same. Did you? Have, did you? Okay. So you're oh, familiar yeah, yeah, with yeah, it. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, so I was literally, I was excited for this show. So go ahead, just wanted to say that because I just love the whole yeah. premise of the what ifs. I agree, it, it, and it, it's such a, it was such a cool move to, you know, you get so like steeped in the canon and like overwhelmed with like huge dramatic story arcs. It's always nice to have just one off, completely open, free. It's like uh, X Files, one of my f- favorite shows of all time. The best episodes are just like the monster of the week. It kind of separate from the main yeah. alien conspiracy storyline. Those are the best episodes. It just feels so fun and and yeah, yeah or like Star Trek. It's every every episode overall. It's part of the same story, but every episode is just its own little yeah, its own contained story. story, self-contained yeah, feel, story. It's fun. Yeah, my, yeah, yeah. I like that too. That's actually one of my criticisms about this show is that I, I mean, it's not really there. Are, there are some episodes that aren't as self-contained as I'd like, where they kind of, they're yep. leaving it open to possibly maybe yep. revisiting. Yep. And that has been, you know, the rumor going around with some of these. And I don't well, know. Because I, they're doing a, a zombie, a Marvel zombie movie now. What? Yeah. They're making they're a movie a, out of that? They're going to make a live action. That's what I heard. I just saw the headline. Who knows if it'll continue, but that's what oh, I heard. hadn't seen that one. Look at you. Yeah. Uh, you know, drop, I'm bringing you news. I know, yeah, exclusives right here on, yeah. on the Bombcast, Grand Bay. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, so yeah, I mean, I, I, I was looking forward to this a lot, and uh, and like the comic book series, you know, my enjoyment of this show is it's all just based upon, upon the premise, just like the comic yeah. was. Like there were some issues where it's like, oh, what if you know, sudden such happened? Like I really don't care about that character or this. This, this premise i'd probably still read it but you know but that's that's largely how i would enjoy the comic book and that's how i'm enjoying this show which again is not so much a criticism it's just taste right because yeah they're gonna i'm sure as you go through there are probably gonna be episodes on this that you liked more than i did or maybe ones that you hated that i liked or whatever and it's like i totally get that you know um so yeah so i mean what were your what's your just initial impressions about this uh about the show because i was trying to think like do should we go like episode by episode i just got an email from this guy who's in control of my my money uh just checking to make sure it wasn't anything okay (laughs) okay and when i say my money just my my 401k stuff um yeah well yeah i mean do you want to just go because there's only how many that we have six Six. yeah six yeah and they're, they're pretty easy to get through yeah yeah um so the first one was at uh Captain Carter, where yeah, I've got him up on my if, my TV right okay, now. Okay, okay, yeah. What if Captain Carter were the first Avenger? That one I, I didn't like. I, I didn't hate it or anything. It just it didn't do anything for me. I thought it was fine. Um, it just it didn't 
it just didn't mean anything. It didn't matter to me. I thought it was fine. I just, I didn't really care. Wow. We're right, right out the gate. We're disagreeing. Uh, I totally, I, I get where you're coming from. Um, and it was funny too, because like when Disney, when they dropped, what, cause they dropped what three episodes and then they went, or were they right. just, or were they just, and then they went weekly. Then they went weekly. I think that's how it happened. Right. I don't remember. I I, I just saw them all yesterday. Yeah. Or oh, that, yeah, that's true. Um, but like in the lead up to the premiere of the show, like I saw, you know, in the in the because I know you, I know you don't watch trailers, but they had featured Peggy Carter and all this kind of stuff, and and I and I was like, oh man, I'm not looking forward to that one, just yeah. because I was not a fan of that first Captain America movie. I mean, it's fine. Awful. No, it's not. It's bad. <laughs> <laughs> it's bad. I don't I don't think it's bad. It's it's definitely not one of my favorites. And so because of that, I'm like, I really don't want to revisit that first, you know, that movie. Yeah. So I was actually pleasantly surprised how much I enjoyed this episode. I, I loved it. Um, it I, re- I really did. I mean, I love the whole thing about, you know, uh, uh, Peggy basically switching places with Steve. Um, I loved their chemistry and interaction. You know, it's basically, you know, the same kind of flirtation that they did in that first Captain America movie, but having it flipped. Well, that I liked. I, you're right. I, I did really like the dynamic of the skinny ass, her, her being the strong, powerful one in the relationship and him not being that way. And I loved one thing I really, I really truly appreciated about it was he didn't struggle with that at all. Yeah. Yeah. He was just like, I love you. Let I don't care. Exactly. It, it wasn't even a thought. He didn't have to like overcome. I, I really, really liked that a lot. Uh, I agree exactly with that point. I was going to make uh, a similar one where. And we'll get to this in episode two, even where it's like, regardless of, you know, Steve not having like, whether you know, he didn't get the serum. He's that skinny kid from Brooklyn still. But you can tell he he was that good dude. Yeah. You know, there wasn't anything. And I, and I think they've even brought it up in, uh, you know, in some of these uh, like Falcon and Winter Soldier and just anything to do with Captain America was like, well, why did the serum only work on Steve? And it doesn't work on anybody else. And it's because he was going to be a hero no matter what. Right. Like he was just that good of a person and just uh, made him more of who he was. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It brought, yeah, it didn't, you know, he didn't. Yeah. Yeah. We're saying the same thing, but then, like you said, I also like the dynamic of how he was totally cool with, you know, uh, he never felt insecure about the fact that Peggy was now, you know, the, the dominant, the stronger one in the relationship. Like he was, he was her biggest cheerleader. You know, I love that they didn't make it like an issue that he had to get on board with. You know, like most shows yeah. would be like, okay, now the guy's going to be weirded out because the woman's stronger. And how does he relate to the yeah. power shift? I like, he was just like, there was no hurdle. There was nothing. None of like, that. Yep, yep. That's cool. He was with her right from the jump, you know? And he, yeah. and in fact, wasn't he the one that urged her to get in the machine? Like at the beginning, like when the, uh, I don't remember. I think it was, I think he was telling her like, go, go. Cause he was injured and he was right. like, get in there. You know, this is our and last shot. That- that uh, what's his what's his name Stark? What's the dad's name? Uh, Hen- Hank Henry? No. Yeah. Fuck. It's what Hank is him? What is his? What is the dad's first name? Mister Stark. No, no. <laughs> Mister Stark. I love that Mister Stark was like, "Fuck yeah, let's do this too." Like the the shitty crusty general was like, "No women in the thing." Yeah. And Stark was like, "Fuck that, let's do yeah, it." Let's I do like this. that too. Yeah, yeah, I like that too. Yeah, and there's I, definitely elements that I liked about it. Um, and I thought the action. Stark. I thought the action in this was freaking fantastic like seeing her in action like uh that first big i I agree with that i agree with that yeah where she's uh attacking oh wait the first one was when they go she goes to break out um 
Bucky, Bucky and everything. And yeah. I, I just I just love the uh, the action scenes in this. I thought it was very well done. And I'm a big fan of the animation style of this show. That's See, what... I'm hit or miss on that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like in general, like because it's kind of like rotoscope style. Yeah, I love that. Um, yeah, I don't know. I sometimes I like it. Sometimes I don't. And it took me. I think part of like my initial distaste for the episode was that I didn't realize it was going to be that style. And I'm not like the hugest fan of it. It's done well, though, and it's not it's obviously not rotoscope. They're not actually acting or they're not actually it's not live action. But like it took me a minute to get on board with the style. I don't know why I get that. I mean, um, I've and it's funny to me because like I the first time I saw the animation, like in those trailers, I was like blown away. Oh. But it is. But but I mean, your your opinion is is out there, too, because I've read a lot of other people's reviews about the show where they also had a like they liked the show, but it was like, ah, it took me a while to get used to the, the animation style or some people yeah. just flat out didn't like it, which I found, I was like shocked by that. Cause I think it's, I think gorgeous. that's weird. Yeah. I think that's weird to say you'd like, don't like it. Yeah. It's still, I mean, it's super well done and it's, it's, it's very pretty. Cause to me, like it looks, I mean, straight out of, off a comic book page, like the way, like the, you know, uh, right. the style and everything. It's like a moving comic book. So like, that was my first impression of seeing it. It's like, Oh, these are just like comic panels, you know? Uh, yeah. And that was something too, that I thought was cool. Um, like, cause what, initially it was irking me cause it almost feels like the entire episode is like a montage. Like you're just it. But then I, once I kind of just let go of how I would normally perceive like a story to be told and I was like, okay, this is how they're doing it. It is very much like a comic where it's like, you're going to miss huge chunks of things happening because that's how comics work. Yeah. You can't show every little thing. Um, and then I started to like find the rhythm of it and I liked it. The, it was just the, the story itself of that episode, like red skull seemed kind of like a little bitch. And <laughs> then it just, it, that part of him, it just went away. And then I don't know the story itself. It didn't, I didn't connect with it, but like, I loved like all the things we were talking about, like the, uh, yeah, I great. Yeah, my my biggest issue with this episode had to do with the uh, with the Red Skull and his his plot or whatever the hell yeah. he was trying to do. Like he was like he he was not very bright. I mean, his whole thing of wanting to yeah, use <laughs> that's exactly it. Yeah. His power to bring this creature. I'm like, how does any of this make sense? And what what did he, what makes you think that you can tame this thing? Like, he had it, no it just, plan. He had no plan. It was like, <laughs> and then like, just get it here. It just got, kind of, yeah, that whole thing just kind of, for me, came out of nowhere. And the fact that I guess it was, I mean, they're a Hydra and it was a, it was a Hydra. Hydra. Yeah. It was uh, a little on the nose. I'm like, how do you even know that motherfucker was there? Like you just lucked yeah, out and, and you got a giant Hydra to be your mascot. Totally. That whole thing I thought was real silly. And re- it was almost like, okay, look, we just got to wrap this thing up. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, let's just <laughs> plot be damned. We need to, we need something to fight. <laughs> They're a Hydra. Let's bring in a Hydra, which actually right. makes, which is funny. Um, that Hydra comes back a second time in a different episode. Does it? Which I found, was, oh, which I yeah, thought was funny. With uh, Doctor Strange. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, that was my biggest gripe about it was just, you know, the Red Skull and his so-called plan, him and Hydra. I was like, you guys are dumbasses. Like, no wonder. <laughs> I'm like, I don't, even, yeah. I don't even think you need a Peggy Carter or a Steve Rogers to, to end up beating you guys. Totally. And, and and like, yeah, so like they introduce him and then he goes away just as quickly. He gets killed by the Hydra. And yeah, it, that's exactly it. It just, it just, the story itself was really flimsy, but like the relationship 
part of it between Cap and uh, Steve or, or, or Steve Peggy and, and, and Steve, yeah. Peggy was great. Yeah, like, and, and like you said, the action is is really good too. Yeah, those are yeah, those are definitely the two parts of that of that episode that I enjoyed the most. And I loved how she was rocking that sword. <laughs> she had this. Yeah, that was cool. The yeah, sword that, and the that was super cool. And then uh, you know, and Captain America gets like a war machine suit. Yeah, and that That's, was pretty cool too. The first uh, Iron Man. You know. Uh, yeah, I thought that was really cool. Yeah, before I forget, overall, like as far as just watching the whole show. I, I understand that the reason they're using the characters they're using is because they built the world of these characters. In the films, totally in get the it. movies, yeah. Yeah, in, in the live action films, and they want, they don't want to start over. I, I totally get it. It makes perfect sense, no problem. And I also understand that it's fun to see those same characters out of context doing whatever. I, I get it. But for me, as a comic lover and reader, I don't. I'm sick of these characters. I I was hoping that they would have more characters, new characters, but they're just using the MCU characters. And it's kind of a bummer. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I, I figured that out, you know, probably by the end of the second episode or maybe the beginning yeah. of the third, where I'm like, oh, so we're just, which, and, and it's true, because I had the same realization. I'm like, oh, we're just repurposing and just using the MCU films proper that I guess, you know, the TV shows that came before. Where I'm like, okay, yes, it makes sense. Because you're right, that's what everybody knows. Like, why would they do a what-if show uh, and not and, and go beyond what right. fans have seen already, either the theaters or on Disney+. Plus? So I, to, to, the, to the main public, it's like these 15 characters, that's all of Marvel. <laughs> that's, yeah. like, that's the entire universe. Yeah, yeah. And that is a thing that as I you know started going more into the episodes, I was like, ah. Because again, yeah. like I said earlier, where it's like, my enjoyment of these of these shows generally is just off the, about the premise. Yeah. So now it's like if the premise doesn't grab me, or if it's about a, one of these MCU films that I'm not all that fucking keen on, it's like I'm still gonna watch it, but like my enthusiasm or my is, my expectations are lowered. And it's like, uh, but, right it's before like, I saw, now, which honestly may help because yeah. it helped me with this first episode, but <laughs> I'm just not as excited. It's like, oh, I didn't like that first movie or this movie i don't right. care about these characters like, and you know like i'm gonna be in the i'm gonna be in the same environment like the environment that the f- live action film was in that's gonna be this environment so it's like you're not gonna have a lot of surprises and that's a problem because this entire series is supposed to be nothing but surprises yeah yeah you know like that's what it's founded on is like what if everything was different and that's why it's exciting and then here they're grounding it too much where it's like, okay, yeah, you, you swapped Peggy and Steve, okay? Oh, you swapped Black Panther and Star-Lord, Star-Lord or yeah. you swapped the, you know what I mean? Like, it's like, oh, okay, it's a, it's a little safe. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, because they're using, with you know, the uh, the box that they're allowed to play in, like, yeah. it's like they can't break past the lid of the box, you know what I mean? It's, like you said, because that's pretty much what the said, you're swapping characters around, or, uh, I mean... There is one episode on here that I thought was the truest to the comic book, which I know we'll get to. Mm-hmm. Um, that Doctor Strange one. I was yeah, I was gonna say that for sure the most powerful one. Uh, yeah, I don't. I, I say that, and we'll get to we'll get to when we get to it. Okay. Uh, but uh, but yeah. So for me, this first episode, the what if Captain Carter? Although it is very similar to the movie, though that one. Anyway, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. Um, I give this first episode the Captain Carter one. Uh, it was. I mean, it's in my top three. Okay. Um, and LB six that we've seen. So I really dug that one. So Graham did not as much. 
not as much. I didn't hate it. Just as, if I was ranking them, it's not in my top three. It's not in your top three. Okay. Uh-huh. All right. Uh, what's next? Uh, what if T'Challa became a Star Lord? I mean, just reading that title, I'm like, I don't give a shit. Yep. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. uh, I'm like, all right, here we go. And it, I, and I love the Black Panther, but I'm like, I that premise did not excite me going in. Um, and you're nodding your head, so you agree. I agree. Um, I watched this. I fucking love this episode. Same. I felt exactly. The same. I, it was so fun. Yeah. And colorful and bright. I, I thought it was great. And so, I mean, you you were just talking about how you know, uh, you know, a lot of these changes, like the characters themselves, aren't really changing so much. I mean, once you like to do the swaps, in this one, there's some pretty. Well, not not major, but there there there's more character changes, uh, personalities of characters yeah. that we've seen in the in the in the films that you know that are also in this episode. Nebula being the biggest change. Well, I love Thanos. That well, well too, yeah, <laughs> yeah, Thanos. But but Nebula is completely different in this. I yeah, mean, her her personality, her whole demeanor. She has hair. She has hair. She's very flirty. Um, still a badass. Yeah. But uh, and I like that. You know, exactly. I like I like seeing such a stark difference in her character. This portrayal of her. And yes, yeah, <laughs> you said Thanos. This episode was funny, and I didn't expect that going in. But I guess I mean it's based off of the Guardians of the Galaxy, so I should have had that in my head. Right. Um. But yeah, T'Challa is basically instead of a uh, Quill. Um, being kidnapped by what's it, the Ravagers? Mm-hmm. It's T'Challa is taken, and you know grows up to be Star Lord. And I love how they say, how, you know, "What if T'Challa became a Star Lord?" I didn't know if that was like a, a designation or something right. like that. Or, yeah, I thought yeah, it was just his nickname. That was just his nickname. Yeah. yeah, but but yeah, but T'Challa becomes Star Lord, and unlike Chris Pratt or Quill. Motherfuckers love love him. T'Challa <laughs> as Star Lord, even and they, they, and they know he's Star Lord. Everybody's your Star Lord. He's 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 uh, I was gonna say world renowned, galaxy renowned. Um, even the people that are after him geek out when they find out that they're in the presence of Star Lord because that's just how cool the motherfucker T'Challa is. Yeah, people genuinely love him. Yeah, and and again, you know, this echoes. That first episode where we were talking about how even though Steve didn't get the serum, he was still that great, just that great guy, that hero. Yeah. And T'Challa the same. He didn't become Black Panther, but he's still T'Challa. You know, uh, his person, his personality is still there. He just, you know, like you said, he's now in space. He's a Star Lord, uh, and he, he, they infer because, like you said, Thanos is in this, so they infer that it was because of T'Challa. That Thanos kind of gave up his uh, genocidal ways about wanting to wipe out half the universe, and now he's just this—he's part of the gang. He's just, a, just a cool. He's yeah, he's just a cool dude in the Ravagers. But like he, he still brings up like, yeah, I did want to wipe out half of the universe, and yeah. it was efficient. It would have been a good idea. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, it's not. He's like, it is, and like, it's not. Yeah. It's really good. It's yeah, really it yeah. The, the, the character interaction in this episode for me—I just had a smile on my face the entire time. Same. Uh, watching this episode, it was just fun. It was, yeah. It it, it was. I mean, the fact that it was one of uh, you know Chadwick Boseman's last performances yeah. uh, made a little made it bittersweet. Um, so yeah, and, and big surprise, Howard the Duck. Howard the Duck has it has a had, yeah. 
actual role. He gets out of the cage and he walks around. I was like, oh shit, that's good. Yeah, yeah. I always love good Howard the Duck uh, Same. sighting. Um, Same. Yeah, I, no, I I agree, man. I I this episode episode two was super fun and um I mean it it's like like you said like it was a Guardians episode so they're gonna take that tone and those those Guardian movies are like yeah they're just fun and kind of push move fast and just keep going through it and yeah I really liked it yeah yeah this was again I mean we were two episodes in it's like okay wasn't looking forward to either one of these based off the premise but ended up liking them these are two of my favorites like yeah. off top like both of these are in my top three yeah uh yeah uh I, I love I love this episode a lot so then it goes to the next one episode three and it's what if the world lost its mightiest heroes and in this one essentially the wasp who's Hank Pym has become bad yeah and he's Michael killing Douglas everybody. Michael, Doug- Michael Douglas Michael Douglas's yeah. character yeah this episode I didn't like either this was the other one that I didn't care about. I thought it was whatever. All right. So I was, so this takes place since they're all based off the movies. This takes place before that first Thor movie, right? Yeah. It's before. Yeah. Cause so he, it's, the Avengers aren't even formed yet. Exactly. So right. it's, it's at the end of Thor when Nick Fury meets Iron Man in the diner and yeah. proposes the idea yeah. of the, uh, yeah. Of the Avengers initiative. Yeah. Um, I, so this was, but by the time I got to episode three, I'm like, all right, well, I, this one, this premise, just based off of the name, I'm like, all right, I get what they're doing, but I have no idea. I'm like, all right, this might be kind of cool. Looking forward to it. I like this one. Um, I dug this. See, I'm, I'm, surprised, like, I'm surprised. I'm surprised because in the in the the reviews from people who I you know podcasts I listen to outside of this great one that me and you, you know, we do together. <laughs> Uh, a lot of the people, when they were doing their reviews of this, they switched it where they loved three, but they didn't like two. Oh, interesting. And I, yeah, yeah, same. I found that interesting too. I'm like, well, not so much that, you know, people like three because I like three, but people's dislike of episode two it is got me. Um, See, with this one, it's like the title is what if the world lost its mightiest heroes, but they never address what happens to the world now that the heroes are gone. This is one of the, this is one of those episodes where it ends on that cliffhanger. Like, it literally ends on a cliffhanger. I'm like, yeah. well, and I mean, I don't know. Like, you can easily go back to this. Because how did this one end? Did this, so, did this one end with Loki? Yeah, so yeah, Loki. Asgard invades. Right, Asgard invades. And now, that part of it I thought was cool. But that was that was just like a blip at the end. You know, they kind of just. The main story is you open up in this diner, Black Widow and Nick Fury are sitting with Iron Man, Black Widow injects something into Iron Man to put him to sleep so they can take him or whatever. Ends up Iron Man dies. Now, what I initially thought was going to happen, I was like, oh, shit, Black Widow is an assassin still, and she killed him to stop it. And now they're going to hunt Black Widow, and it's going to be like a film noir kind of, you know, a hunt for her detective gumshoe thing. And I was like, this is going to be great. And it wasn't that at all. I, I there were elements of that. Like this is a a who done it. I mean, it's almost like kinda, a, it's like a procedural because kind of. But they just point the finger at every single person. It's like Black Widow, you did it. I didn't do it. Okay, uh, Hawkeye, you killed Thor. No, I didn't. Okay, and then like each time it was just like when the reveal happens and it's 
oh yeah, it was Hank Pym. I'm a bad guy. And I shrunk down to microatom and I was somehow I got in the needle and I, you injected me into Iron Man and I killed him. And then I knew where Hawkeye was and I jumped on his hand and I made him loose the arrow that kills Thor. And then I jumped inside of Hulk and I made him explode. explode for some reason. Yeah. And then I killed Hawkeye by going inside of him and exploding his heart. It's just like, it just felt so lame. Like the, the I don't uh, know, it, 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 yeah. Well, no, no. Okay. So I will readily admit the reveal that it was Hank Pym. I was like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> it was a big letdown. It was a letdown because I was, so I was into this obviously way more than you, just a mystery of who is like, what's happening to these people who's off in them. Like I was really into this. Right. And, and then, yes, it was the whole reveal of Hank Pym and and like he blamed was he blaming? Well, he, he blamed uh, Fury or just the government, I guess, on his wife dying or something like that. Like his whole right, his whole rationale or like the reasons for him, you know, to do this. Like I just didn't buy any of it. Yes. At all. You know, I, I agreed. And I and that was just a big kind of I was just deflated by that point because one again those Ant-Man movies are fine. Like they're not, I've seen them once each. I, I, yeah. I really like them. I think they're super fun. Yeah. I, I it's, they're fine. I, I've just never been a big fan of that character. Mm-hmm. Don't really care about Hank Pym all that much, even the comic books. So again, yeah, when I found out it was him, I was deflated, but then, you know, uh, they, you know, they, they got him. They took care of him pretty quickly once they found out who it was. And then, and then for me, it was like the episode really picked up again once you find out. Because as you mentioned, Thor dies in this. And Asgard comes, Loki does. And he's like, what y'all motherfuckers do to my brother, yo? <laughs> it's like, <laughs> you. And so Fury has to basically uh, make a deal with him and say, look, you know, uh, we're after the same person. So they end up getting Hank and then they turn him over to Loki and they think that's going to be the end of it. But then Loki's like, well, actually, now that we're here. You know, me and my Asgardian brothers, maybe we'll just, uh, it will just take this whole place over. Yeah. And then I was and, like, oh, this is cool now. Let's, let's go. See, that, that was cool. So I wish in that episode, the hunting for Hank Pym thing was way shorter. Yeah. In retrospect, And then the rest yeah. of the time, yeah, was like how Loki subjugated the humanity and what they did to survive or come back or whatever. I wish that was more of the story. But the other thing that kind of bugged me, and I, I know that Marvel thinks... Like, oh, people will really like this. But they reuse scenes from the films and like lines and speeches, like that whole speech about you want to be subjugated and all that stuff was in the movie. Yeah. And it's like, I this is a what if. Don't don't show me the same thing that you showed me. This should be yeah. wild. And you're it, like I said before, it's they're playing it so safe with everything. And um you know, it's it's a mistake as far as like for people like us who know and love the series. I'm sure for people who have never read it, they're like, "Wow, this is crazy!" But yeah, it's not. It's not. Yeah, it really isn't. It really isn't. I get your point. Like I, I, I had that same criticism too about just basically just uh, just reusing you know scenes, loc- and I guess you know locations even. But it's like, ah, oh, man, like I really, I want to like you said, I want to see some new stuff. You know, Do some what if? It's like yeah, what if? Like I mean, I, I get where. You know, we're dealing with a certain time period, certain movie. So obviously you got to use that just to set the uh, set the scene or whatever. But it's like, yeah, let's get outside of what was shot on film. Yeah. You know, um, 
which, you know, we get some of that later on. But uh, but yeah, I, I agree with you about that. But uh, I still enjoyed this. Um, I thought, like I said, I liked the mystery of it. Didn't like, the, you know, the the reveal of the killer. Because, yeah, again, I just didn't buy uh, his motives or, you know. Of course not. What, you know, Hank's, yeah, his whole reason for, 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 for turning that dark. You know what I mean? Yeah, it, it didn't make a lot of sense. No, no, it didn't. Um, but yeah. I, but I like I, I like the heavy focus of Black Widow in the episode. I thought Black Widow was cool in this one. Yeah, I still haven't seen that movie. Neither have I. Um, it should be on Disney Plus pretty soon. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna watch it. Um, yeah. Okay, so that was episode three. So I didn't like that episode. I mean, I didn't hate it or anything. Yeah. Like that, but for me, episode one and episode three are at the bottom. Okay. Yeah. Um, I liked episode three more than you, but it's it's not in my top three. Yeah. But it's definitely. But it's gonna be higher than. Than, than your placement of it. Yeah. Um, so what was next? Uh, oh, four. Yeah. So what if Doctor Strange lost his heart and I can't see the full title because it's cut off. Instead of his hands. Instead of his hands. Okay. So again. It's uh, kind of a whack title though. <laughs> it is a whack title. <laughs> That's a whack title. Um, so yeah. What if, you know, future Doctor Strange. So this is, you know, takes place uh, that during that first Doctor Strange film. Um he gets into that car accident. Um, but so I, I, I liked that first Doctor Strange movie. It was, it was, it was fine. But I, I, was, I had a hard time remembering. Because when he was driving in the car and got into that accident, like um, his girlfriend or that nurse, she wasn't in the car. Right. So his, his origin story. Well, what's her name? A- Rebecca uh, McAdams? Amy? Amy? Oh, I don't know. Yeah. So Doctor Strange's orange origin story is that he's the greatest surgeon ever and he's a f- colossal asshole. Um, he's just arrogant and awful and he's a dick. And uh, his whole life is his hands and he thinks he's God. And then, yeah, he gets in this horrible accident, a car accident by... Rachel speeding, McAdams. Rachel, Rachel McAdams. McAdams yeah. Rachel McAdams. He's speeding around this canyon and he loses control or a car comes in the oncoming direction. He goes off a cliff. Yeah. And... The story always bugged me because it's like you got a, in a car accident and you just lose your hands. Like you, you lose the, the fine touch of your hands. Like, yeah, it's a little weird. <laughs> like you couldn't come up with something more hand specific. <laughs> uh, that is, yeah, you're anyway, right. You're right about that. That is kind of strange. Oh, yeah. That, so that is kind of strange. Uh, hey, hey, see what I, did? I didn't even mean to do that. I did, that's good. Um, so he gets in, He basically has like nerve damage and he can't he can't be a surgeon anymore. So his whole life is turned to shit. And then he wants to cure himself so he hears tell of like the ancient one he goes searching finds him in the comics and uh then studies learns. The, the the mystical arts yeah um so in this one yeah it's instead of his hands are fine but his he loses rachel mcadams character his girl she dies and yeah. he goes searching finds the magic but he only wants to do it to try to bring her back from the dead yeah okay so right here so I that okay, I know a lot of people like this episode. Mm-hmm. And and I and I said earlier that this is the episode that is closest to the comic book. Yeah. Or the, the when I hear the comic book, like the the style of of those yes. comics. Yes. I had a lot of problems with this episode mm-hmm. in terms of his I get that okay, he loses his girlfriend. I get that loss and that pain. But I didn't buy 
him wanting to like to then go like he's basically on the same path of being the Sorcerer Supreme that he was on with the hand injury. Right. And I didn't I didn't see how that equated to each other. Like it's it's you know with with it's it's the Spider-Man thing with great power comes great responsibility. Like you have this power either way. Are you going to use it for good? Are you going to use it for nothing? Are you going to use it for evil? But I just don't. Yeah. But my, I guess what I'm, I'm not saying my point right where it's like you're grieving. Like how? Like what? Like where would he even come up with the idea of saying, "Oh, I need to learn some mystical art so bring I can potentially bring dead. her back from the sure. dead." Sure. You know, like that just kind of came out of left field for me. Cause he, but again, I, but as I say that, I guess you could say the same thing, even with his hands being all fucked up. But again, it's, yeah. been, it's been a while since I've seen the movie, but I'm pretty sure he hurts. Somebody must have told him something. Well, it was about healing. Like there's a healer who can heal you. And then it kind of led okay. to this thing. Okay. And then it was like, oh, you know, we actually do magic. Do you want to learn magic? Like that's how, that's how it went. Okay. So okay. He, he didn't go looking for magic. It just, he was looking to get his hands fixed. And then that happened. And that's and how, yeah. He, here, yeah, you're you're totally right that like she's dead. Like, who's gonna go, oh, you know what? I need to find a way to bring her back from the dead. Right. You you're you're right about that. And then and, like, and, and why would they uh train anybody right. with that with that uh with that mindset, with that mentality of I want I want to learn yeah. this because I'm yeah. I'm in pain, I'm grieving, and I want to learn enough of this to back a potentially fuck up the world to try to bring totally. my, see, my girl back see this i totally agree with you like uh see what i liked about it is that he wasn't grieving like that's why he went crazy because he wasn't grieving he wasn't processing the loss of his girl and how he felt and he was imploding because he wasn't addressing what had happened like in honesty yeah and i always any story that does that that like tells a very kind of real story about how people can't process grief i'm a big fan of but I totally agree that like, I mean, I don't, I don't have any mystical powers, but I've had students, potential students come to me, like knock on the door and be like, I want you to train me. And then I'll be like, okay, let's talk. And then Im- immediately they're like, yeah, fucking this person hurt me. I want to get strong so I can beat him exactly. up. And I'm like, nope. You're doing this I'm for the wrong reasons. Yeah. yeah. I'm not, I will not train you. No you're, way. Yeah. You're, you're doing this for the, for the wrong reasons. And yeah. Yeah. Especially with like when it comes to like knife and gun stuff, you're like, yeah, I want to carry this so I can use it. I'm like, nope. Yeah. You're not going to learn it from me. Fuck that. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I agree. Like, and he was very upfront the whole time. That's like, I want to bring it back from the dead. And they're like, no. And he's like, fuck you. And they're like, okay. And you're right. And they, and they, yeah. and they just, you know, they continue to train this guy. I'm like, what? Y'all should kick Why? this motherfucker <laughs> out. Like, he don't belong here. Like, yeah. And even like, you know, the ancient one. And th- see, something that really irked me about this episode is that. Marvel has acknowledged that they fucked up casting Tilda Swinton as the ancient one. Like they, they've publicly said it. Kevin Feige has Feige, said yeah. it's a mistake. We, we thought we were being so progressive, but it's, it's a mistake. We messed up. And then they just double down and write her in the, like, just change it. You don't need an explanation. Just fucking change it. And everybody, nobody's going to give a shit. She's not like a main character anyway. Who cares? Yeah. But just change it. Especially in a show called What the Fuck If. And we yeah, keep you saying, literally don't have to do this. You can, yeah, yeah. You can change whatever you want. You st- you set the premise. We get it. This is Doctor Strange. Boom. Yeah. They could have easily made that switch. Super. And, and, and then based on that switch, 
they could have then used that character back in the movies. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like they could have used this as the jump off point to get Tilda Swinton out, correct the mistake and then put in an appropriately cast ancient one. They didn't. So she shows up and I was like, ah, God. And uh, yeah, she could have then stopped him. Right. And still chooses not to. But and yeah, she can see into the future and knows it's going to go down like this. And she still does it. That, 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 yeah, it's this whole I, thing. I agree. I totally agree. I, yeah, it, it was just, it was hard for me to just buy a lot of uh, the rationale for, for all this. And and because, yeah, yeah, I mean, he ends up becoming the Sorcerer Supreme. And and like in like his, who's, who's his homeboy, uh, Wong, that mm-hmm. lives with him at, at you know, at, at, his, at his, his house or whatever. You he sees Strange sitting down toying with that eye of uh Agamotto. Yeah. And he knows what he's thinking. He's like, yeah. don't don't do what I think you're thinking about doing, which yeah. is, you know, you know, going back in time and trying to prevent uh his girl from dying. So so he knows. This yeah. ain't no secret. And yet, of course he did. And the bulk of this episode is, you know, it's like Groundhog Day, really, where, yeah, you know, Strange keeps going back in time to that same moment, picking up the girl, going to the award ceremony. And in spite of him knowing the accident happening, what happens? It's unavoidable. Yeah. She dies in every instance. There's no, there's. Oh, I think I lost you, B. To prevent her from, from dying. Uh, okay. Hello. Yeah, you're cutting in and out. Yeah, it says my connection's a little unstable. Hopefully, it okay. clears up. Okay. Um. So, so, so once he figures that out, that it's like, yeah, you can't change this. I think Tilda Swinton comes and tells him, it's like, I know what you're doing. You know, these timelines are certain. I forget her term, but there was some term that she used where it was like a uh, some sort of point in time where it's like it can't right, like be an, an absolute like it has to happen. Right, an absolute point where like this, yeah, it has to happen. There isn't an amount of sorcery or manipulation of time that's going to prevent this from occurring. And, and even that's not enough. And where does, he, where does he go? He goes to find this ancient library right? Uh, somewhere to learn and gain even more power on how to manipulate time further than what he already has been doing. And again, he goes to this mythical, you know, I think it's called like the Lost Library or something. Yeah. They just let him in. They just let him in. And not only that, they just give him full access to the library. He finds the book that he needs. Yeah. And then this is where, like, because there's other Sorcerer Supremes in different dimensions. That's what he discovers. And he learns that if he can essentially eat their essence, he can become more powerful. And so he's like, okay, I'm going to eat all of them. Yeah, he summons them. He summons them summon them. And then I'm going to suck, absorb them into me and I will be the most powerful being. And it's like, these are all also Sorcerer Supremes, but yet they have, they're just completely powerless to fight against him too. Like as soon as he sees them, they're just like, oh God, I'm dead. Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's Okay. So here's the thing. The premise of this episode about like not being able to grieve and then also still being so arrogant that you think that you're going to change something even though it's going to destroy everything else that i love but now that we're talking about how they went about relaying that message uh the episode is 
it starts not to, good. It starts it's, to fall apart when you. Yeah, yeah, right away. Yeah, because like when you like when I was watching it, I mean, I, I, I you know, I, I was picking up on some of this stuff. But I, look, in spite of everything, and you know, my misgivings about this, like this is definitely a, a very watchable episode. Oh yeah, and yeah. it's interesting because you definitely want to see how this whole thing plays out because you have it. In, it becomes apparent about halfway through when he starts absorbing all the other uh, ancient beings and everything that. All right, now this is not going to end well. Like this can't possibly. Yeah. End you know, well. it was weird too. That, like he's 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 absorbing the other sorcerers from the different dimensions, and the the dude running the library knows he's doing that. Yeah, and he doesn't say shit to doesn't him. Doesn't do anything about it. And like presumably the other sorcerers would know that this is going on, and they don't do anything about it either. That there would Everybody's be... just like, I don't... yeah. They, what, they... what are you gonna do? Are you gonna do? <laughs> Strange happens, and you know. <laughs> You know, watch out for that sucking. Yeah, you know? just, you gotta, you just got to be careful. The only, the only, and, like, and to your point, like none of these creatures or these other things, these beings, uh, try to fight back. Uh, and this is where we get the, the Hydra shows up again. Right. And I guess the Hydra tries to, to fight him a little bit. Yeah, the dragon thing kind of does. But yeah. like, he just so easily dispatches of all of them. Yeah, and the only fight of any kind is when he meets his, I, I, was it his past self? Right. Is his. Yes. Yeah. It was right. his or different again, dimension so, self. Like, but it was the well, strange. He, we know. He, he split himself in two in order to. Oh, that's right. Not not process the grief, which is, again, great. It's yeah. such a great because we all do that. So it's like this is such a beautiful, relatable thing. So great. He has to fight himself. Very typical. Great. But that's no problem either. <laughs> Yeah, I mean that I can. I mean by that point, like he's fighting his other half. Which yeah, thanks for bringing that part up. I do. I did forget about that. About that. Yeah, he you know split himself in two, and he finds out that the only way to get enough power to to uh, to gain complete access and mastery over time, and to in that absolute point, is to reabsorb the other half of himself. So they get into this tussle. So I, I get that. You know, I mean his evil half because he's sucked up all the other guys or whatever. Super powerful. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's well, you know what? not the best choice of words, but but you get what I'm saying. So I see. I, I mean, he, he gave sucked him a off fight. all these guys. Yeah. <laughs> um, but he was just no match for him. Yeah. And, you know, and reabsorbs him and does what he set out to do, you know, which is he brings back uh, his girlfriend. I wish I knew her name, but, you know, I know. Rachel McAdams character. And, uh, and, and at this point, I'm watching this and I'm like, because because there are points where he obviously seems deranged, yeah. But then he'll come back where he's, you know, at least seems rational and reasonable. And it, I'm, it, it, it towards the end of the episode, I'm like, dude, like, don't you recognize how fucked all this is? And right, then, but he, yeah, he's just so singularly focused that he doesn't realize it until she is get she is brought back, and then she's horrified by him because he's like a fucking a crazy. Mo- demon monster yeah. at this point yeah his whole appearance has changed and yeah he just looks like yeah like you said a demon you know yeah. for lack of a better you know descriptor and she's horrified by him and and also at this point we're starting to see like the fabric of reality is like uh starting to uh like ink away for lack of a right. better word like it's like you know things are just kind of dissolving and it's come to find out is the fucking reality this whole Strange's actions of bringing her back just completely fucked just 
the complete state of being, time, right. everything, and to to really you know impart how fucked up or how how much damage Strange did, the Watcher, who in the comic books and as he explains on at the start of every episode, all this motherfucker ever does is watch. He never interferes. Shows up, but he still didn't interfere in this one. But he does appear in front of Strange, like as the world. See, this part I really liked that Doctor Strange, because he hears him earlier, like yeah. when the Watcher's narrating, it breaks a little bit of the not the fourth wall, but internally the fourth wall. And Strange is like, "What? I heard something." So he he he's getting so powerful that he can hear this amazing celestial being. Then yeah, like you said at the end, the watcher comes back and is like, You fucked up, man. And, yeah. and Doctor Strange is like, Help me, I know you can help me. And he's like, I can't help you. I can't. You fucked it up. Like it's all it's over. Yeah. There was nothing. Yeah. I'm I loved that. I loved that like they had an interaction and that Doctor Strange was like, Fuck, I fuck, I'm sorry, I fucked it up. Yeah. And it's like, Yeah, man, consequences. And yeah, no, I like I liked I like seeing uh Watu. I think that's how you say his first name, the watcher. Yeah. Um and because yeah, he shows up not to interfere, but basically just to kind of commentate and be like, because yeah, because Strange is asking for help at this point. Because and and this, I mean, this is this was a heavy part of the episode because you're basically yeah. just seeing like the edges of the screen, which represents the, I guess time and just existence. It's and, all and just black. Rachel out. Adams like freaks out and falls off a ledge and dies again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're just seeing. It's almost. Have you ever fainted? No, I've been knocked out though. I right, probably different. But like, so if, when you faint, or maybe if you get knocked out, it's the same too. But like, it's just everything just kind of closes to a point. Yeah, it's like you know you're closing your eyes, but you're, it, it's all like a. It just becomes this very, the blackness just comes in as like a a circle until it's just nothing, and that's how, you know, existence was occurring with uh, Doctor Strange, where he's in the middle right. of it. And like you said, you know, the watcher, he's like telling him, it's like, there's nothing I can do. It's like this, you were warned, basically. It's like you have plenty of chances to to, to stop yourself from, from going down this path. And it's like, almost like, say la vie, deuces. Yeah, I, and I like that, that even the watcher was like, I'm going to go away with this too. Yeah. That's the way it goes. That's the way it goes. Yeah. You know, And I'm and, just going to watch. And yeah. dark. Grim and it was dark. For sure, the darkest episode, for sure. Like, you, all of your efforts, and it's going to only make it worse. Yeah. One, you know, we talked about like the how they went about the story was really dumb, and you're totally right. Just thinking about it, like, an infinitely better premise for this is that you start the episode that he's already the Sorcerer Supreme. Everything is fine. He is the Doctor Strange we last saw in the last movie. Then the girl dies. Then he freaks out and wants to bring her back because he already has the power. He knows he can do it. Yeah. Then he goes down this path that's horrible. Like that infinitely, like just with one tiny decision, now this story can make sense where it's not like... The fact that they had to redo the origin story to make him bad is, like, like you said, it's just really dumb. It doesn't it was, make any sense. It, it, it was a waste of time. Yeah, like it would the the story would hold together immediately if that wasn't the case. He was already there, and then he's like, she dies. Now he already knows so much. Then he maybe reads an obscure thing that like, oh, I can bring her back. Because yeah. then the ancient one would already be gone. Nobody would stand in his way. He'd already be the most powerful sorcerer. Yeah, he, there would be there would be no 
opposition to him. He'd be the Sorcerer Supreme, yeah, already. Yeah. Uh, is she still? Is this is this character still around in the MCU? Then this I think so. this nurse, she's okay. I yeah, so. I guess yeah, because they've only done one Doctor Strange movie, so yeah. I guess maybe I she'll so. be in Multiverse of Madness. No, yeah. I, I like hey, your your idea is ten times better than what they did here because, I mean, and then if you see Strange because of that loss, and him, like you know, to your point, being unable to deal with his grief and process it in a way, and instead kind of veering off this kind of dark path, you could have then introduced other established heroes and be like hey you know dude like you know what's strange but with you here you know you need to kind of calm down a little bit and maybe it could have been you know something where it's like he's mad for this more power to bring her back and then you've got the other heroes who then end up basically having to get into a skirmish with him to try to stop him but because and then you could have had the same thing even where he just his might and his powers yeah could end the same way he ends Yeah. yeah it very easily could have been like pick any of them iron man or captain america any of the big ones goes to him and it's like hey you got to stop and then like as they get into a heated argument strange doesn't really think about it kills him or her then he's like fuck it i'm just gonna i don't nobody's gonna stand now that i did this fuck it there's nothing i won't do then you would have shown his descent and like yeah it would have been infinitely better and seeing him you know kill or murder established characters from the films would hit that much harder because that would have been we, shocking. Yeah. That would have been shocking. We are yeah. more familiar with these characters than we were with his girlfriend, Nurse. Yeah. Um, I mean, to the point where I'm like, I don't even know if she's still alive in the MCU. You know? and, <laughs> right. and you said she is. And I think, yeah, because she definitely, she was. I don't in think that, anything happened to her. Yeah. So it's like you're bringing back this character that a lot of us just have no attachment to. But if you start seeing the Source of Supreme go mad and then can you imagine him just like ripping, uh, you know, meta, not metaphysically speaking like spider-man or something like that where it's like dude like Just ripping him in half or, or right, like or you like, know t- the hulk like killing the hulk you yeah know what i mean like it could have been like and that's the thing we're, we're just going to keep coming back to it but they're playing it so safe with this show and it's it's a disservice to the show and it's and it's it's in contradiction to what the comic is because the comic was not safe at all the comic was wild as fuck no the comic would end on like how episodes like this ended yeah and, and that's the biggest compliment that i can give about this episode is that it like, like and that's what i mean by how faithful it is because yeah I'm, this I, one felt truest to the yeah to the comic because those comics for anybody who hasn't read them i mean i was reading these as a kid and there would be times where I, i'd finish an issue and i'd be so fucking depressed and despondent by what i had just read that i'd have to just kind of give myself a moment to process yeah. everything because these those books would end on a very dark note because uh, you know like for, for the most especially then now it's a little different things are darker you know post uh frank miller writing even though he's dc but like post frank miller everything became a lot darker but like prior to that comics like yeah, you gotta end happy like it could be really up and down but the end is happy well yeah it, i mean they, it, the, the good guys win the good guys win yeah the good guys win and then and what if they're like maybe they don't win no. and what it, if they don't win <laughs> And ninety percent of the time in those books, they don't. Yeah, you know they don't. So, you know, I give this episode props for kind of maintaining true to the the I guess the core essence of those of those books and how bleak, you yeah. know, they usually ended up. But beyond that, I yeah, this this is I didn't really like this episode. I agree. Lot. You know, now that I, I initially thought it was one of my favorites, but 
the premise I love, but the execution, now that we're talking about it, yeah, the execution is like really, really bad. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this yeah. was, uh, this was, and again, it, it's, it's, you're just showing me the movie that I already saw, like yeah. in, in the Dr. Strange movie, he's repeating the same day over and over and over to try to beat what's his face. Oh, Dorm, 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 And then he does that here too. He's repeating the same day over and over trying to save the girl, the girl, you know, the Captain America movie. It's the Captain America movie, but just the woman is Captain America, not Steve Rogers. And so they just, they're showing me the movie I already saw just like tweaking a little bit. So it's more like they're trying to be like, like, uh, you know how at the end when you beat like metal gear two on the PS two, or maybe it was GameCube version. Solid snake, uh, solid substance. Oh, that was in one of the versions of it. I think it was the re-release of it on PS two where once you solid, uh, Metal Gear 2 Substance. I think it was that one. Okay. Where at the end, you could replay all the cutscenes, but you could change the characters. You could change all of them. The cutscenes would still play normal, but you could uh, put a new skin on anybody. So you could turn, you know, Ocelot into, you know, uh, Raiden or, or put him in the snake role. That is a strange feature. Yeah, I mean, it's... Kojima. I know, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's a weird, weird dude. But so you could do that. So you could play them back like, oh, that's weird. And that's kind of what the show feels like, too. Like, they're just, well, what if we do the same thing? But like we everybody switch your clothes. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's, it's kind of like that. It is. It is. Um, yeah. I feel I feel like, you know, starting out talking about this, I was more. It's getting worse as we go. I know. Yeah. Um, that's, you know, it's a bummer. Like when you start to especially on this show, but like when we, some stuff really holds up and it gets better as we talk about it. But like some things, when you watch it, you're like, oh, that was good. Like when I saw Dr. Strange, I loved it. And then when we started talking about it, I was like, maybe I don't love it. And then I watched it again. I was like, I don't even think I like it. (laughs) It's it's not very good at all. Yeah. If it can't hold up to analysis, it's, it's not, you know, it's not great. And, and, and I think, you know, because these episodes, they're like, they're 22, 30 minutes. I mean, they, and they, they breeze by. So as you're watching it, and like I said, even like the episodes that I don't like, they're still, I mean, they're immensely watchable because, oh, yes, because the pacing, the pacing is so quick and yeah, and it's pretty to look at. So they're easy. They go down easy enough. But then, yes, totally. When they come to an end, a lot of times I'm just left sitting there like, ah, you know, think- with all of with all of these episodes, I never with the exception of the Black Panther episode. I never feel a sense of resolution, yeah. good or bad. Right. I, I, it never feels complete. Wrapped. It ne- yeah, no. it doesn't feel complete. Yeah, I mean, and again, I, hey, credit to this Doctor Strange one. That wraps. I mean, yes. like that is the it had, final. It had wrap. an ending. Yeah. yeah, I really just wish a lot of these because you're right. Like it's just so many of these just abruptly end without there being any sort of uh, uh, satisfying, yeah, conclusion. Like satisfying, just in the sense of okay, well. There's that story. It's over. Yeah, it's over. Like, like, like the, the one, what if the world lost its mightiest heroes? That one ends with like Nick Fury and Black Widow essentially calling Captain Marvel, like on the pager. Right. To to get her help to come fight the Asgardians. Yeah. Which is like, again, we fucking saw that already. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like we saw that in the movie. You don't need to make it in cartoon form too. 
But but then yeah, it doesn't wrap it up. It doesn't. Like, yeah, just just end these fucking things. That's that's the whole point of this comic series. It's like these are one offs. These are finite, it's, self-contained stories. We're not doing arcs here. Yeah, we're not doing arcs. It's just it's one thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, it's almost. Uh, it's, it's it's noon. Noon. You you want to save the rest for another episode? Uh, or I was gonna say we could kind of just quickly go Breeze. through these last. Let's two. do it. Let's yeah. do it. Yeah, let's, yeah, let's, let's kind of put a bow. Unlike these episodes, we're going to put a bow <laughs> on this podcast. Because we are succinct. Well, that's not true. We're definitely not. Yeah, but I'm, I'm definitely not. We're long-winded as fuck. I'm, um, I'm actually a Taurus. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Episode five is What If Zombies. Yeah. So uh, the wasp goes into the... Another, another fucking PIM-related... What yeah. if? That was weird to me too. Right like, off the bat, I'm like, "What?" Two Ant Man stories. Yeah. What? Right off the bat, I was like, "Okay, not you again, not yeah. you again." So I, yeah. yeah, I did not like that. I'm like, "Enough of you! <laughs> Don't even it's, like it's, these films." Thankfully, that much. yeah. Thankfully, like that wasn't like the biggest point in the story. Like, but it was weird. It was a weird choice how to do this. So they go to rescue Hank Pym's wife. She's a zombie. She bites Hank Pym. Hank Pym comes back. Hank Pym bites Ant Man. And they're Wasp in the, escapes. And they're in the that small. What's what's that? The quantum verse. The quantum the realm. Quantum realm. Yeah. I'm like, yes, yeah. That that's where they rescue the mom from, who's already yeah. a zombie. She's like in the quantum realm. I'm like, why? Like, why is she a zombie? Right. <laughs> like, yeah. What the fuck? And like, so, you couldn't think of another way to get zombies in here. Like, yeah. could have been anything. Like that was really just strange to me. Uh, yeah. And I don't know, maybe I'm just, you know, not being creative enough and thinking about no, zombies. And I'm about, like, that's just such a strange place for it to originate from. Yeah, you don't need to tie it to another character. Like, you can just be like, there are zombies. Yeah. Something happened and there are zombies. Yeah. Okay. I would have preferred that. Because it's what if zombies, not like we need to find out how to make zombies. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, yeah. So, yeah, the world, most of the world is dead. They team up. It's like Wasp, oh. Spider-Man... Who Hulk, Bucky, Hulk, Hulk, Hulk is, I guess, you know, Hulk starts this episode. Um, oh, right. Because he crashes through Doctor Strange's house, which is like the setup for Infinity War. Right. Um, and then, yeah, you come to he comes to find out because he's all worried about Thanos. And he's like, where the fuck is everybody? <laughs> and, yeah, that's right. And that's then right. goes outside, doesn't see anybody. And they were introduced to uh, those two lackeys from Infinity War uh, who, who are talking about, oh, Thanos is coming. Everybody bow down. Da, da, da. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then you see, was it an Iron Man or Doctor Strange or from, from behind come in with one of those magical portals. But then, and then they start attacking those heralds and Hulk's all happy until he realizes that, oh shit, uh, Iron Man. And it's like, they're all zombie the fuck out. Doctor Strange right. is a zombie. Um, and we kind of go from there. Here's just, and again, like just right off the top of my head talking about this, here's a better premise. Bruce Banner is trying to cure himself of the Hulk thing. He's trying all these science experiments. He injects himself with something. He turns into a zombie, the Hulk zombie. And then that zombie infects the world. And then there you go. There's your fucking show. That was a lot better than, than what they did here. Five seconds, guys. Yeah. Take, take a second pass at any of these scripts. But I, I think, I think you know, again, to your point, what you're saying, I think they're just so... And maybe it's, maybe it's, it's a creative directive for the, yeah. you know, the writers of tying everything so much into it must be the yeah. films because yeah as we're, i mean all these really are like they don't deviate it's like nope it's got to connect it's got to connect you got to 
We can't just go off on our own and do, even if you're using the same MCU characters and heroes and all that we all know, it just seems to me that they're like, no, we have to tie this one to a movie, two to right. certain situations that people are going to recognize. And it's, it's very much a pattern. Yeah. Um, these six episodes are very noticeable pattern and it's starting to get a little dull to be honest. Totally. Um, so, you know, long story, they, you know, some of them die, they look for the cure, they get on this train or subway car or subway train, they find the place, there's like a beacon, every zombie movie, there's got to be a beacon. A beacon, for, yeah. Yeah, I'm so sick of that shit. Um, and it turns out Vision is there and he's basically holding, and this didn't make any sense either, how he, this little glass room was strong enough to hold Scarlet Witch as a zombie. And she, and, and. Vision is like feeding her pieces of Black Panther Black for Panther, some yeah. reason. When there's literally thousands of zombies outside, he could just take and then give to her. You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. This <laughs> this is some Gonzo ass shit. Yeah. This episode. Um, I will say, I I I don't know if fun is the right word. I, was, I, I liked I, this episode. Like it, it's full of holes and it's it's poorly executed in a lot of ways, but I liked it. It was fun. I, I, I just found it very fascinating. Just everything that I'm watching. I'm like, cause like for me, like this, like tonally, this is all over the fucking place. It's comedic, very comedic. Yeah. And then it gets super serious. Characters die. Characters that we know and like. Yeah. And then it gets very it's like a, it's it, it's like going between like this. It's, this is Marvel Zombie Land, right? It's Zombie Land mixed with like what like like a twenty eight days later, like a more they like even a Danny do the, Boyle. Th the thing in the beginning, like a little cute video that Spider Man makes about how to survive, survive. the zombie apocalypse. I was like, this is Zombie Land. It's Zombie Land. Yeah. So for me, like the tone of this whole thing, where it's like like death would happen, where I actually would feel them because I'm like, oh no. Yeah. But then like right after they're quipping. Like jokes yeah. galore. Yeah. I'm like, what the yeah. fuck? So for me, I was just really flummoxed by the, just the tone of this thing. Like I couldn't, like the moment I was pulled into the story based off the emotion of it, I was instantly pulled back out because it would go to do like some Shaun of the Dead or Zombieland type, right. type jokes and everything. So I was constantly being pulled and pushed with this episode. And I, for the life of me, and I, I'm like, okay, so you've got the, I get that there's zombies out, regular people are zombies, the superheroes are zombies, but yet and still, they still know how to do all their superhero that really shit. Me too. Like, yeah, why is they, Captain America still a badass if he's a fucking zombie? Like, yeah, and, and, and how would anybody stand a chance? I don't understand, like, I, that didn't make any sense to me either. And it's never like, even brought up, like. Iron Man can still use his suit? Jarvis right. is still working? Like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah, it, that, a Hawkeye? It's still a yeah. crack shot as a zombie. Like they, I, I, I don't know. Like that really kind of. I it, agree. It, it didn't ruin watching it for me, but it definitely it was the first thing that popped in my head when they. And it also it also takes out away some of the impact that they're zombies because they're yeah. still moving the same way. So it's like, oh, right. They're just they're just murderers now. They're, they're not like. No, that's it. They're just murderers now. They're not lumbering. You know, like they, there's that fight scene on the train between uh, was it Black Widow and. No, it was, it was Sharon Carter and Captain America. Oh, yeah. The zombie cap. Yeah. And he's moving and doing all of his Captain America ass whooping techniques. And I'm like, and I'm just sitting there like, so I've, we've seen these other 
zombie humans and they're just acting like regular zombies. So why are y'all? Yeah, like you said, they're just they're reskinned yeah. and they're murderers now. Yeah, I, I, I agree that that really took me out. And I just I literally said out loud, just don't don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah, I, I had to at a certain point, too. But it, it was just one of those things that was like. And it, for me, it just got worse as the episode went. I'm like, I don't like how was any like this is so, stupid. <laughs> I yeah, think that's yeah, what yeah. I was left with. This is just stupid. And then it gets to a point where they're like, okay, uh, the wasp gets infected. She's going to die. A typical zombie movie shit. They know she's going to die. She does one last heroic act to get them into the place where they think they can develop a cure. And then she dies, turns into a zombie and dies. But it's like, you guys know that because she turns herself big to do it. She turns herself small. So you know that she's going to turn to a zombie. You've all said it. Then you know that she's going to be able to turn herself big. Big, yeah. Why don't you take her that thing away from her? Like that that button she pushes. Because like you know she's about to be a zombie. Yeah. 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 They don't do that. So obviously she comes back. It doesn't really do any damage. But while they're inside the facility, Vision eventually reveals like, yeah, I'm feeding things to Wanda because she's a zombie and I don't want to let her go. And you're yeah. like, one... That's not in your programming to do that shit. You'd be more logical than that. Yes, yes. And and two, again, why did you capture Black Panther to do this? They're, you're cutting off a leg at a time, and there's like thousands of zombies you could feed her, or just find other people or animals. Like, there's so many other ways that this wouldn't happen. I, and I then he, yeah. But then he reveals there's something about the Mind Stone that's keeping the zombies away. Then later, spoiler alert, Vision rips out his Mind Stone. He's like, oh, I've been being an asshole. Here, take my Mind Stone and whatever. Good luck. But then, so they have the Mind Stone. And as they're leaving, the zombies are swarming them. I'm like, doesn't the Mind Stone keep these things away? I know, I know. You just told me you that. Just, uh, yeah, they, they, it was like they were drawing and writing this at the exact same fucking time. <laughs> but like not talking to each other. But not talking to each other, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah this, this, this whole thing was so uh, haphazardly and just like, sloppily put together yeah and we didn't even mention and we don't even need to go into a lot of detail about it but fucking scott lang's head oh yeah and he was insufferable in this episode talking about the the, the bad jokes a lot of them yeah. came from him and i'm just like i i checked this was the first episode where i actually checked to see if this thing was almost done wow because i was just i just wanted to get out of here i'm like just end this please this is it, I'm, I'm just, I was not into this episode at all. And again, another episode that ends on a cliffhanger. Yeah. Um, because the, the, the remaining survivors, they fly out, they escape the vision, the zombie Scarlet Witch. They're headed to Wakanda. They get there. Now, we'll give them credit for this because also I was thinking, I'm like, wait a minute. Where the fuck is Thanos? This, move, this, this thing started out with Infinity War. I'm like, where's this guy? Yeah. So to their credit, the show does end with Thanos having the gauntlet and he's a fucking zombie. Right. And I at that point, I just threw up everything. I was like, what? Yeah, because like he's he's coherent and cognitive enough to know how to work the infinity. Gauntlet. Yeah. I know. So then then what does it matter that he's a zombie? It that to me felt. I don't know. uh Fan service, I guess you want to call it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it just felt so. Uh, it, to use wrestling terminology, it, it felt like uh, like cheap heat. 
You know right. what I mean? It's like, let's do the, the most obvious, easiest thing to garner any kind of reaction. Absolutely. Oh. Absolutely. E- even if it doesn't make sense, like, oh, just show them the picture of it because people will be like, oh. Yeah. And then, yeah. and then the episode ends. And I was like, yeah. and I was like, thank, thank, thank the Lord for that shit. Yeah. No, I, I agree. Uh, l- now looking at it, it's probably the worst storytelling of the series so far. Like, it, it's fun to look at and it's fun to, I think that's how they got by on it. Like, it's fun to see visually to see the characters as zombies and that's uh, that's all they had yeah that's yeah. that that was it um and i yeah. and I, I even asked a friend of mine who had read you know robert kirkman's marvel zombie book mm-hmm. and uh just to see i'm like hey so is this like how close to that to the source material is this and he's like oh, not 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 very <laughs> okay. okay not very like two completely different things yeah um man i feel bad because i'm i feel like i've ripped on all these well, but the, but the thing mean, is, like they, I like look, all the problems that we're talking about, and I, I guess we're, I'm repeating myself, but it's still, it's an easy it's totally watch. watchable. Yeah, it's totally it's, watchable. It's an easy watch. Yeah, if if you like comics or if you like the MCU, like you'll you'll enjoy this enough. It's not it's not offensively bad. Yeah, the, there's there's just you know it's look Marvel has a serious issue with lazy fucking writing. They just do. It doesn't mean they don't do good shit. They do tons of good shit, but like. If we t- all their TV stuff in particular has a real problem with just being fucking lazy. We've talked about it in Wanda. We talked about it about Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Not so much with Loki because Loki was much better. Yeah, yeah. But like obviously all the Marvel, the Netflix stuff, aside from the first season of Daredevil and the first season of Jessica Jones and then the first season of Punisher, the rest of it is really fucking lazy. They just have a big big problem with their tv writing they just do yeah and and, and to a point i'm sympathetic because you know obviously deadlines and that kind of thing you got to get this content out I'm there not. you're the richest company on the I planet know. disney yeah. you got the time to pre-production to make this shit right again we t- we do this all the time on this show where we'll make a suggestion off the cuff that is infinitely better than the final decision that we see on screen but I, I, but again like we can do that, and we see we see it after the fact. Yeah. Well, we see it after the fact, and you know, I also know. I mean, being a game designer, you know, working with THQ, uh, and working with licensed sure. things, WWE, a lot of, a lot of AEW. It's like a lot of times there's more than one person in the room. Uh, that we, well, there's multiple people in the room with their own opinions. Yeah, and. A lot of people, you know, you've got to please and, you know, do yeah, certain things. The, the so, money people get their say. And, yeah. So, sure. there's, I mean, I, I can only imagine the amount of concessions that these writers are. Sure. But maybe make. as far as like, maybe as far as direction, yeah. I get it. But just like poor storytelling, that's not an issue of anybody else other than the writer. Right. Like, yeah. It's, you know well, I mean, like, I, no, no. Like, again, again, like, like the starting Doctor Strange, just start him as a Sorcerer Supreme. It, now your story makes sense. And, or here, like, make it. Don't do the Infinity War thing because it doesn't matter for this story. Either. It doesn't. I know. It, it totally make it, doesn't. It, meaningless. Just make it start with Bruce Banner. Like it's if you're if you're if you're saying it aloud, you can basically come to this conclusion. So yeah. just yeah, it's it's just lazy. It's just lazy on their part. They're just all engines ahead and go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There really was no need for the uh, Thanos tie-in to this at all. Nonsense. Like, yeah, you're was. totally right. It's just it's just fanfare. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So the last one. Yeah. Which is Killmonger. So this was this was one that I think a lot of people were excited for. 
um, what if Killmonger rescued Tony Stark? Because they saw them in the trailer, you know, Killmonger saving Tony from an uh, Iron Man one when he's ambushed in Afghanistan. I personally wasn't looking forward to this. Yeah. Um, wasn't interested in revisiting that first Iron Man or just that part of uh, the MCU. Um, I, I saw this. And to, to be honest, and I saw this thing, obviously it's the six episodes, most recent one. I watched it. I don't even really remember this yeah. episode a lot. It it wasn't that it was bad. It was boring though. It was bo- it was dull. It was boring. It was dull. And yeah, as, it's, as it's Gonzo, a boring premise. Yeah. Yeah, as Gonzo as zombies, the zombies episode is, and uh and my criticisms of it, like it's so bad that it was, you know, I was like fascinated just by watching it because so much it, shit is going on. It took yeah. a swing. <laughs> they took a swing. This one you know, like I said, it's not bad at all. I'm not. I mean, it's not bad, but it was. Yeah, it was the most. It was the dullest episode of the six. Yeah, for sure. And not a whole lot changed. You know, Killmonger. Like I, I was. I was That's going in. That's a really in. good point. Yeah, that, I was, like it. It ends up the same place it did if this show never. If this episode didn't exist. Yeah. yeah. You know, I, I. I guess you know, foolishly, I was thinking, oh, well, maybe Killmonger. They'll be. They'll use him, and you know, he'll be a hero. In this. Yeah, that's what but, I thought too. But no, like you said, he he's, you know, uh, he ends up right where he was going to be in the MCU proper. And I was like, oh, well, I mean, you're not really taking advantage of this whole what if scenario if you're just keeping characters the same, you know? Uh, so, yeah, yeah you know, I mean. Aside from Doctor Strange, the the motive of the characters has been exactly the same. Like yeah. Doctor Strange was the only one where like, oh, let's make him different. And they kind of cheated there because like, well, he's split in two. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, one side is the same and the other side is different. That's as close as they got. But that that's a really good point that like it's the same character. You're just you're just shuffling them around on the board, but they're all the same. Yeah. They, they behave the same. Yeah, there wasn't anything. Um, I mean, we talked about that zombie. So they, you know, they swung. I mean, they they were, you know, swinging for, for massive home runs on that one. Yeah. A bunch of people die. Yeah. It's, yeah. But in this episode, it was just, uh, I don't know, it was just there. You know, yeah. he, Killmonger saves Tony. They become BFFs. You know, this is, you know, Tony, uh, because of, of this rescue, he doesn't become Iron Man. He teams up with Killmonger. They make, he makes Killmonger his, like, CFO or some shit like that. And then, um, yeah, I mean, basically, I mean, I'm not going to go into the whole synopsis, but Killmonger is there. He's obviously playing him. And you get to a certain point where it's like, okay, well, Killmonger is obviously playing Tony. He's got his own agenda. And he does. And, you know, it has to do with Wakanda and all this stuff. And I don't know. And I just watched this and I'm like, I just don't care. <laughs> like, this yeah. Is, and this like, is, he, it is not a fun watch. This is the one episode where I, yeah, I was actively bored watching Same. It. I, yeah, I, I like got up and like went to the kitchen and came back. But like in this one, it's like he basically has Stark Industries make this fleet of mechs, mechs made out of vibranium, and then he brings them into Wakanda and then tells Wakanda how to beat them, and then they beat them, and then he's then now Killmonger is like he doesn't even take over Wakanda. He's just like now he's like buddy buddy with his uncle, the king, right. Yeah, he, I, and I think that's he, it. He used it to ingratiate himself because I mean, because yeah. they they, they don't he, know he him. kills he kills Black Panther prior yeah. to that. Yeah, but it's yeah. like he, he he tried to do that in the movie. Exactly. I mean, I, I mean, he, he's given he's given the uh, that elixir 
that turns him into the Black Panther. They have right. that. He has that spiritual like uh, that. I don't know. Yeah, that vision, spiritual walkabout, spiritual walkabout, where he runs into T'Challa, who he just killed, and they have a little brief conversation. He's like, "Was it worth it?" Da da da. But then, yeah, it's like, like yeah, it's worth it. I'm gonna put my thing down, flip it, and reverse it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah, it's like I yeah, this is all how it goes or it went. Anyway, again, they're just they're just showing us the movie that they made. It's like we saw the movie. Yeah, it's, <laughs> like. I, Give me something different. Yeah, it's a, it's an it's an amalgamation of the first Iron Man and and Black, Black and Black Panther. You know, yeah. yeah, it's just they're doing these mashups, and that's not what the what that's not the essence of the What If series is to just take what you already know and then put it together. Yeah, and and that just seems it seems to be like after six episodes they keep doing it. It seems to be how they're gonna do it. I think for me the 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 best I guess. Uh, not Christian. That's no. The, the biggest positive I can say about this episode is I thought, and it was the best creative choice. And it's the most obvious when you think about it. But I was, but doing the doing the obvious, it doesn't come naturally with this series. But they show Shuri, uh, the sister, Black Panther's yeah. sister, and she's of an of an appropriate age for yeah. when this is taking place. And I was like, oh, that's a nice attention to detail right I there. Agree. You know, because yeah. the first Iron Man that what took place was it two thousand eight, two thousand nine. So yeah. she so she would have been a little girl, um, and she is. She's a little girl in the show, and you know she has this whole thing with Pepper. Um, you can watch it if you want. <laughs> oh, but yeah, I like that attention to detail. Uh, that yeah. was probably the best positive I can give for this. And I, I, thought, and I, I, th- I think uh, Michael B. Jordan does a good job with his yeah. know, the voice work. Um, Everybody's good in it. Um, that's about it. Yeah, all the acting's fine. It's you know it's. It's it's really just the storytelling that is for sure the weakest part. Like everything else is more or less good. The acting, the animation, the directing a, for the most part. It's just a dull story to tell. Very dull. I mean, I, again, it's like if you're in charge of Mar- and I, again, it's on Disney, like they have to keep it the zombie thing was very dark cuz you know they're eating people and stuff and the Doctor Strange thing very dark. So it's like okay, if you can go that dark these don't have to be dark stories either. Like it doesn't have to be dark, but if you could do episode two. Yeah, exactly. If you could do anything, Hey guys, what if, and this is your, what if I know, I know it's, it's weak as fuck because you know, like I said, I mean the, the titles should be the first thing that grabs your attention. Right. What if this, you know, what if zombies, now, look, we did talk about that episode, but I tell you what, what if zombies like, holy shit. Yeah. What if zombies? What if zombies? Yeah, gotta, gotta absolutely. Got to check that out. What if Killmonger rescued Tony Stark? I'm like, uh, I now don't really care. Yeah. You and, and you're not taking advantage of shit. You're just saying, what if the same thing we already showed you was like slightly different? Yeah. Isn't that cool? Isn't that exciting? I mean, I'm, I'm I'm just sitting here trying to think. I mean, a what if that you can do with Killmonger? I mean, you know, what if Killmonger killed Black Panther? You know, sure. You, at the end of uh, you know that fight, and he ends that uh, you know he emerges victorious and yeah, uh, uh, ostensibly becomes ruler of Wakanda. Like yeah, boom, or, you're you're or right he, up. Or even like, what if Killmonger controlled Stark Industries or something like that? You know what I mean? Like, it's not an interesting story, but it's a better title. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the title's got to grab you. 
And and this is one where it's like the title didn't grab me and the show itself didn't either. But it's also the problem too. Like we've already seen all these characters together in the movies. Like we've seen them interact with each other. So when you put them together, it's not interesting because I've already seen them together. Like I want it. Like that's why the Black Panther with the Ravagers was interesting because we haven't seen them together. Right. Exactly. We've, we've never seen them together. But I've seen Captain America and Peggy and I've seen... Uh, I've seen the Hawkeye Thor thing and I've seen all this other shit. I've seen it already. Yeah. This is not interesting. That's a really good point. And I think, you know, looking at it, I think that episode two, it really is the only one where you actually get that complete mismatch of characters that totally. just ordinarily would not cross over. And, and like you said, Nebula is a totally different character. Thanos, totally different. Like they, they changed, not all of them, but they changed some characters like, their identity was different. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, shit. Yeah, there you go. So this is, yeah. I, I how, many, think, how many are they doing, do you know? So I, they just, they put out a new trailer. So I'm not sure if they're taking a pause, but like they put out this new trailer for like the second half of the season. So I'm not sure if that is tomorrow. I'm going to find out. Uh, oh, shit. What if... Uh, yeah, episode seven. Let's see if that pops up anything. Uh, okay. So, yeah, it's airing tomorrow, episode okay. seven. Do you, you want to know what it is? Sure. Uh, let's see. What if Thor was an only child? Jesus. Wow. That's boring too. <laughs> I think this is this is gonna be a comedy. Just looking at it, I can tell this is gonna be probably okay. more in line with episode with uh, that second episode. Uh, yeah. Uh, I mean I don't know. I what if what if Thor was an only child? I'm that that intrigues me more than what if Killmonger fucking well, sure. Tony Stark. Sure. Sure. So we'll give it a we'll give it a chance. But but look, yeah. I, I was gonna rank these six, but uh yeah, episodes one, two, and three are my top three. I agree. Which one? Oh, I, uh, for me, it's like two. <laughs> it's just two. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's if, two, and then everything else. If I if I were to rank the top three, it might like you know. I, I guess I would do two, one, three. Yeah, I would probably do like two. Ugh. Two four one maybe or or two four five, probably probably two four one. Five I like because it's the only one that had Spider Man in it. <laughs> it's like yeah, you yeah. know, it's what under. I mean, maybe he'll come back later, but yeah, again, cool I just the 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 constraints that they're working with are a dramatic hindrance to what they're trying to do. It's you know they're they're only using characters we've seen in places we've seen with stories we've seen. Yeah. With the exception of the zombies. Oh like, yeah, yeah. The zombies yeah, everything yeah. else it's we've seen these stories. You're just changing you're just you're doing the thing at the Metal Gear 2 thing. Just oh just put a different character in the cutscene. That, that's you know. what you're doing. And it's it's lame. That is, yeah. That's it. Yeah. That is that is exactly what they're doing. Um but I, I'll still continue to watch because I'm a I'm I'm a Marvel whore. <laughs> and, and, and like you said, and like you said, they're all very watchable. They, they, they are easy, yeah. and even the Killmonger one is boring, and you know whatever you can watch it. It's not 
you can watch it. There isn't anything offensively bad where no. I was like, okay, I just got to turn this off. Um, at least not yet. And I, I don't know. Let's see. Maybe tomorrow's episode, the store one. Maybe that'll be. Maybe that'll turn it around a little bit. Maybe. Yeah. Fingers crossed. Because if it is like one, if it is more of a comedic episode, they seem to do better with that. Well, no, because that that zombies was co- comedic too. But they didn't know if they were trying to be funny or not. Right. <laughs> well, they were. The, Episode two was trying to be funny. Yeah. So they were. And, and well, it, was, it was just consistent. It was a consistent yeah. tone throughout. If you're doing a show like this on Disney, make all of them funny. Just make it fun. Make it wild and colorful and fun and silly. Because it's going to translate better for this, this medium in this place. It's going to work better. You, they don't really know what they're doing and they... It's like the zombies one and the Doctor Strange one were serious, especially the Doctor Strange one. Yeah. But like the other ones, it, they're just boring. It, it's, it's just boring. Like, I, uh, who gives a fuck if Killmonger rescues Iron Man? <laughs> who cares? Yeah. That's not interesting to me, but it is interesting to see Black Panther with the Ravagers. It, yeah. That's, that's it, exciting. It, yeah. And yeah. Yeah. I yeah. agree. You know, but yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens yeah. tomorrow. Yep. All right, that's it, guys. Uh, thanks for listening. As always, uh, rate and review on iTunes. Uh, follow on Spotify. Share. Tell people about it. Uh, uh, like and subscribe on, or follow on Twitter at Bombcast Podcast. Uh, GrahamBaker.com slash merch. And uh, we were going to have uh, a guest on this episode today, my friend Jesse. Um, Jesse Carter, who's also got his own uh podcast about wrestling who's also very you know good friends with our boy um um conrad um but you know his work schedule didn't jive with this so we'll get him on at some point but uh me and him have a very interesting history me and jesse which i don't think i've even told you graham okay about it so that'll be interesting to talk about but all uh, right but yeah uh hey bro it's always good casting with you always brother uh you gotta send this out with uh with with your black scent Hey, yo, 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 everybody. Thanks for listening, homies. <laughs> Peace. That was terrible, dog. Try, hey, try, try, no, no, try one with the deep voice, with your voice. With my voice? Oh, just like, like being like me, but in black scent? Yeah. That seems like it would be dicey ground to walk on. I'm just trying to get you in trouble. I'm <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stay away from that one. Uh, when I'm doing it as a character of like a weird, silly thing, I think it's more endearing. And I don't, yeah, I don't want the sound bites of me. I'm, I'm going to name that character Pee- Peewee. <laughs> it just sounds like a Peewee. Okay, I'll, I'll take it. I'll take it. Yeah. P-Dub. P-Dub. See, that's racist. <laughs> All right. <laughs> on Again. that note... Again, speaking on behalf of the uh, the brothers and the sisters, it's not. All right. Much appreciated. There you go. There you have it, guys. Go out there with your wackiest black sense. Make something of yourself like Aquafina. <laughs> like Aqu- hey, it worked for her. It could work for you. Brian says it's okay. All right. <laughs> but no Peace. promises. Peace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Bombcast.